Hi there. My name is David Dollar, and you are listening to the very first episode of the Magic on the Dollar podcast. Now, this is the point later on where we'll, we'll insert some sort of chimey music, maybe a wand music. You'll picture Tinkerbell flying across the castle and sprinkling pixie dust into the microphone. We don't have that yet because we're just getting started, but we'll get there at some point when we finally decide to have a theme song. But right now, all you got is me, and I hope my nasally voice will suit you just fine. Again, my name is David Dollar, and this is the Magic on a Dollar podcast. i got to say thank you to you for downloading this podcast. Um, I want to make sure that you know I appreciate everybody who's listening to this podcast, whether you downloaded it, whether you're listening through a friend. The fact that you're listening is just fantastic. And uh, Because this podcast is about a year in the making, I've been kind of going back and forth on trying to get it done, maybe a year and a half, and I've had people been kind of hounding me, hey, when are you going to do a podcast? When are you going to do a podcast? Well, here we are, and uh, we're going to figure this podcast thing out as we go. You may know that I actually have another podcast that I kind of co-host, but I don't really do the production work. I do just some of the talking and as part of the co-hosting duties, and we'll get to all that later. Right off the top of the show, though, I do want to say thank you to Clay Shaver. He's a good friend of mine, and he runs the he hosts the Remodeling Clay podcast, which drops every Thursday. It's it's the best version of you. It's self-help with a little snark. Uh, he, I don't think you'd want me to say self-help, but it's a little snarky, a little fun, and basically it's a good challenge for you every week to let you know that, you know what, you don't have to be the best in the world. You can be good. You can be awesome without uh, without killing yourself, but you can still be the best version of you. I probably butchered that entire explanation, but I think he'll forgive me. He's kind of the producer of this show as I've tapped him, and if he doesn't know that yet, when he's listening now, he will know that he's the producer of the show. So, Clay, thank you very much for your help on this. Also, this show sponsored by MyResumeLady.com. My friend Amy Campbell runs a resume service, and she is fantastic. They are celebrating nine years of business. They've done hundreds and hundreds of resumes. So if you're thinking, you know, I want to get to Disney World, but i got to get a better job to make more money, MyResumeLady.com. If you're thinking, you know, my job now is not that good. I want to do something else, but my resume kind of suffers. MyResumeLady.com. Visit that website. Check. Talk to Amy. To look at her services. She does marketing as well. She does LinkedIn. She knows more. She has forgotten more about LinkedIn than most of us will ever know. She's amazing at that stuff. Again, the sponsor of the show this time around, MyResumeLady.com, Amy Campbell and her resume services. So why don't we get things going here? Uh, we're going to – first of all, let me tell you what the podcast is going to be. And I want to make sure that, you know, that way there's no misunderstanding of what we're going to do here. Um, the podcast is Disney. It's a Disney podcast. I primarily will focus on mostly Walt Disney World because that's really where I'm comfortable. But we'll talk about Disneyland. We'll talk about the cruises. We'll talk about adventures by Disney. We'll talk about Alani. Anything Disney. But not just vacation destinations as well. We'll talk about the movies. We'll talk about the music. We'll talk about Disney news, Disney pop culture. We'll put all of that into this episode. Every episode, hopefully, will, we will be a little bit different. I don't want to have just a a park only po- a park only um, segment, and then I'll have a movie segment. We're just going to kind of make it free form. We'll kind of talk about what we want to talk about, and and uh, we'll do some contact information at the end of the show. Now, those of you who may know me, you know that I am a Disney travel planner. I'm not going to make this a a travel planning promotional 30-minute infomercial podcast. I'm not going to do that. Um, But I do plan Disney trips for people and Universal trips for Orlando, and I'll give that contact information at the end of the show. So we'll get to that. Um, But let's... Let's, let's kick it off with some Disney news, and we're going to go around the world in 80 seconds, and I've got my little time in here, so for the next 80 seconds, we'll do some Disney news. Starting right now, Epcot's 35th anniversary, 35th birthday was last week. Of course, they had celebrations, special fireworks, special ceremonies and everything, so Epcot turned 35 on October 1st, because that's when it opened, October 1st, 1982. Can you believe Epcot is that old? It's crazy. Animal Kingdom uh, over in Disney World. 
Sony, 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 the Sumerian, uh, Sumerian tiger, a uh, Sumatran tiger, let me get that right, had two cubs in August, and uh, the boy and a girl. You will be able to see them on the Maharaja Jungle Trek. Apparently, they're doing wonderfully well. Um, the cubs, uh, for you animal animal lovers out there, which, tiger cubs, how can you not, how can you resist tiger cubs? Uh, they'll be available for viewing sometime in the next couple months or whatever, but they're doing really, really well. Tokyo Disneyland 35th anniversary kickoff is next year. Um, April 15th of 2018 through March 25th of 2019, so a whole full year of celebration for that. Uh, Tokyo Disneyland. I've never been to Tokyo Disneyland. One of these days I want to go. I want to get to Shanghai, Hong Kong, all of those, but 35 years for Tokyo Disneyland. Hollywood Studios back stateside here, Hollywood Studios in, uh, in Orlando, Florida. They are now getting the Slinky Coaster ready. Of course, the Slinky Coaster has been testing. They're doing Toy Story Land in that area, so we'll be able to look at the Slinky Coaster fairly, fairly soon, which is pretty exciting. And that is your news around the world in, you know, 80 seconds. All right, so what I want to do with this first episode is I want to... um, I want to kind of talk about D23, and this is something that, you know, had I done this podcast a month ago like I wanted to, we would be a lot more, a lot more, you know, current, I guess, um, but uh, I didn't get around to it till finally now, so here it is, early October, this is supposed to drop on October the 7th, which is the first day of the podcast, October 8th, excuse me, October 8th, on the first day of the podcast, we're going to try to drop these every Sunday night for your listening pleasures, you can kick off your Monday or Sunday night or Monday morning with Disney and maybe get your week started magically. But I want to kind of run down some D23 announcements, and for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, D23 is this convention that happens every couple of years. They do it every two years in Disneyland, uh, in Anaheim, around the Disneyland parks. And it's basically, this is kind of Disney's announcement time. This is when they do panels. If you think of Comic-Con, if you ever heard of Comic-Con, any kind of convention like that, this is kind of the Disney convention. Um kind of put it in perspective, whenever they announced the new Fantasyland stuff, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, all that stuff, they announced that at D23, like in 2008, 2009, saying, you know, hey, coming in a couple of years, we'll do this. Uh, Pandora was announced about that time. I think I'm right on that. They announced Pandora on that and uh, D23. So it's always a big time for announcements. Now, that's in off years. They had it in 2017. They'll have another one in 2019. In the even years, 2018, um, they did 2016, they'll do 2018, they'll do like a smaller Disney Destination D celebration in Orlando, which I've heard is also pretty cool, but the big stuff is always at D23. And so they made some major, major announcements, especially park-wise, and I want to kind of run through those. We'll talk about it, I'll kind of give you some information on those, and just kind of my feelings on those, and let's just start with Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios, um, it is a it's a small park right now because a lot of the rides are shut down. Unfortunately, I went to Disney World a couple of weeks ago and it was a wonderful time. It was a fantastic time. Loved it. Hollywood Studios is a park, however, you can go through pretty quickly. Um, even if it's fairly busy, you can get through most things because a lot of the major stuff is shut down. Now, Hollywood Studios was open in 1989, and uh, it was kind of a a kind of a rival to the upcoming Universal Studios. Michael Eisner was in charge then, and and maybe we'll do like an episode later on on some of the parks specifically, maybe some of their history, but to kind of give you a quick overview, uh, Hollywood Studios opened in 89. Michael Eisner heard that Universal was opening up a Universal Studios, so Eisner said, well, how about uh, I beat you guys to the punch? And so they opened up Hollywood Studios like in a jiffy, which is looking back now, the fact that it takes you know, it took, what, three four years to build, five years to build Cars Land and Disneyland, which is one area of the park. It took, what, four years, five years to build Pandora, which is one area of the park. The fact that they built an entire theme park um, in only a couple of years is pretty amazing, to be honest with you. It's pretty big. Um, so Hollywood Studios opened in 89, like I said, and over the years, it was actually a production studio. They actually did stuff there. They did, you know, television shows there. They did animation there. Um 
uh, is it Prince, maybe Princess and the Frog was the last animated cartoon they did there. I, I could be wrong about that. Maybe they did one more. I don't know. But anyway, they did. It was a working animation studio. Um, they finally shut down the animation there um, several years ago, and there's changes and everything. So it's kind of going from Hollywood Studios into more of a Hollywood entertainment park. It's becoming kind of a franchise park now. Star Wars is going, is coming. Toy Story Land is coming. And Star Wars, they will open up something called Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which is going to be an entire Star Wars land. Um, Harry Potter has really kind of set the standard. Universal kind of set the standard for some of this because when you go to Harry Potter World, the, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, you walk in there, and it is just this immersive experience where you turn around 360 and all you're seeing is Harry Potter. It's not like other parts of the park. Let's let's say you go to Disney World and you go to Pirates of the Caribbean. You're walking around the area, you know, and if you turn around, look hard enough, you'll see, you know, Big Thunder Mountain kind of off in the distance. And over here on the other side, you'll see around the corner maybe there's Liberty Square. You get my you get my drift. I mean, you'll be able to see things from other other parts of the park. And so a lot of it's not really fully immersive. Um you go to Harry Potter, and it's fully immersive. It's You're completely surrounded by Harry Potter. You're in that world. And that's kind of what they wanted to do now. And that's what they did with Cars Land in California to a certain extent, at California Adventure. You walk into Cars Land, and you're in Radiator Springs. Um, yes, if you strain hard enough, you can see the outside part of the park or whatever, but it's immersive. And that's what, that's what a lot of theme parks are going to, and that's what they have gone to. As well, and so Disneyland has actually come up with uh, come up with their idea of, of Star Wars Land doing an immersive thing. So when you walk into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, it is going to be fully integrated Star Wars. You will be on another planet. You will be out in another planet in the Star Wars universe, and you won't be looking at Tower of Terror, and you won't have the rock and roller coaster behind you, and you won't be hearing, you know, uh, music from the Frozen show. You will be in a Star Wars world, which is amazing. Uh, there'll be a couple of rides there. One of them, one of them is going to be the Millennium, Millennium Falcon ride, and you'll be able to drive the Millennium Falcon. However, that works, I have no idea. But it's going to be really uber cool. I've seen some of the models on there. Um, if you go to MagicOnTheDollar.com, I'll have some pictures up. Uh, what's coming? What's coming soon? You'll be able to see some Star Wars stuff there, um, and it's going to be it's going to be cool. They're also building another ride there. I don't know what the other ride is going to be, but it's going to be basically you'll be able to take place in a battle between the Resistance and the First Order. Whatever that means, I don't know, but I'm excited. I'm always a Star Wars fan. I've been a Star Wars fan all of my life, so I'm really excited about this land. I'm really excited about this world, and so it's going to be fully immersive. They will also be building a Star Wars hotel next door to that. Now, I haven't seen the official word on this just yet, on how it's going to be, but from what I gather, what I understand, it's going to be fully immersive as well. You go into the hotel, you check in, all the windows will overlook space, which means all the windows will be, you know, projector screens, there won't be windows, but all the windows will overlook space. And so you will be in a world of Star Wars, in the hotel. And the great thing is, you're going to be able to walk out of your hotel into Star Wars land. So that story will continue. And you have to know that Disney is all about stories. Disney is all about stories. Everything has a story, which is really, really great. I love that about Disney. Everything has a story. And you will be in a Star Wars story, which is, again, which is pretty cool. Um, pretty excited about that. I think that's going to be super great. And so that's that's Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. That's supposed to open at Disneyland um, somewhere sometime 2019. And right after that, it will open at Disney World. My guess is going to be Memorial Day, Disneyland. No, I take that back. My guess is going to be May the 4th, Disneyland, Memorial Day, Disney World. Don't know that for a fact. I don't have to. Go, I don't have nothing to go on that. I have nothing to say. Yes, this points in the right direction. Just a guess. 
So uh, I will tell you that booking for 2019 hotel rooms will be probably June 2018. You're going to want to hop on that because rooms are going to go quickly because people are going to want to be there for the opening of Star Wars Land, uh, Galaxy's Edge, somewhere around that time. So just just keep that in mind. You may want to be there for that. Uh, right down the road from Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge, right down the walkway, there will be Toy Story Land. And that's actually opening summer of next year. Again, no opening date's been given. I'm going to say Memorial Day. Again, I could be wrong, but I'm going to say Memorial Day. And it's going to be basically you're walking into Andy's room. You're walking into Andy's room. You're now a toy in Andy's room, so everything is obviously big, uh, which is going to be cool. And the two rides there, they'll have an alien ride, some sort of like the, you know, the not creepy alien, but the, the green guys, you know, the ones that go, ooh, the claw is our master. Those guys. Um, and so they're going to have a ride of their own. And I, it's going to be, I think it's going to be probably more of a kid's ride. Uh, not to say you can't enjoy it, but something along the lines of Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, if you don't know, if you know something about that at Disneyland. Kind of a, you're in the ride, the ride swings around a little bit, it moves a little bit, makes you happy, makes you giggle, makes you laugh, but nothing too intense. They will also have a Slinky Dog Coaster that is there. Slinky Dog Coaster is going to be pretty cool because it's a small coaster, probably along the lines of the Mine Train that's in Magic Kingdom, which is not a very severe coaster, but it's pretty large. I've actually seen, you can go online now and see pictures of the coaster. The coaster itself is, I don't want to say finished, but the coaster itself is completed in terms of building, and now they've been testing it, which is crazy that they're testing it because they're not going to open this land until you know, May. And so they're testing it already, which is, who knows? They may actually open this thing early. I don't know. But Toy Story Land is coming. It should be really, really cool. They're going to do all kinds of different, I think, different events, different uh, different things at Toy Story, you know, Toy Story related. And you're a toy. Now, I've been asked before. Somebody asked me this about why not make it a Pixar Land itself? Um, why not make it, you know, where Toy Story is over here and over there maybe you have the Monsters, Inc. And over here you have something else. And, you know, I've been asked about that. My thought on that is simply, at first I liked the idea of doing a... a a total Pixar land where you could have a you know a Wally attraction and maybe have a, a Monsters Inc attraction and have all these other Pixar attractions you know inside out attraction or whatever and not just Toy Story Land, but again we go back to this Disney is all about story, so it interrupts the story if you walk in and over here you can see Monstropolis to the right of you and over here to the left of you you see uh, there's the Brave Land or, or there's Princess Merida doing her thing and it kind of inter- interrupts the flow it's hard to have an immersive experience. It's hard to have, you know, eight immersive experiences or six immersive experiences in a land um, all kind of compact when you can have one major immersive experience. And Ratatouille is getting its own ride, so we'll talk about that in a minute. Merida's got her own area in Magic Kingdom. And so Monsters, Inc. has their own ride as well in Magic Kingdom. So, you know, I have no problem with it being immersive. I would love to have a Pixar place kind of place, but that's okay that it didn't come up like that. So, um... So looking now at, uh, oh, what's the next? Ah, the Mickey's Runaway Railway. They closed up the Great Movie Ride, and the Great Movie Ride was a long-standing ride. It was one of the originals there, and, and you go through the, the, you go through, you get in a big, like a tram, and you have like a, uh, kind of the, the host of the thing, and they're calling out, they're doing the narration. You go through all these different movie scenes. Great Movie Ride was a great ride. It was a wonderful ride, except for the fact that it wasn't updated. It really needed to be updated. It just it wasn't updated at all. Um, you go through and Footlight parades at the very beginning. You see scenes from Casablanca, from Aliens, Wizard of Oz, um, Fantasia, uh, you know, the Good, and Bad, and the Ugly, the Searchers. You go through a somewhat cheesy, either a gangster scene or a western scene. It, it back and forth. It depends. I've seen both, and it's just 
the ride needed to be updated. The ride needed to be severely updated. And if you're not going to update that ride properly, then just close it. And that's what they did. So, you know, I was a fan of the great movie ride, but I'm okay with what's coming because it's going to be a Mickey Mouse attraction. It's going to be a Mickey Mouse themed ride called Mickey's Runaway Railway. And it's going to be a, what, two and a half D experience where you don't have to have the glasses, but you'll still have a 3D experience. And um, not really a whole lot is known about it. We, you know, I don't know really know what the ride cars look like. I don't know what the ride itself is going to look like, but this will open in a couple of years. I'm excited about it. I know people are missing the great movie ride and they're wondering why Mickey has his own attraction. I think it's going to be cool. I do. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. So, uh, Mickey's Runaway Railway, Runaway Railway, say that five times fast. That's for Hollywood Studios. Looking over at Magic Kingdom now, uh, two big things are coming. Tron, first of all, the Tron, the Tron uh, attraction, the Tron roller coaster. Um, it's going to be light cycles. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be outstanding. If you go online, look at Google, uh, Google up um, Shanghai Tron, and you'll see what the ride looks like. And it's it's going to be light cycles. It's going to be cool. It's a light, light cycle roller coaster. The fear was they were going to build it where the Tomorrowland Speedway is. Um, I'm not a fan of the Tomorrowland Speedway. I think it's a very boring ride, and it really, for children, it's great because you get in the car and you get to push the gas and kind of around the around the racetrack, you know, and kind of a like twisty, turny track on a runner. But really, for me, I'm just like, eh, I'm done with this ride. I, I think I've ridden it twice in like five years, if that. But Disney kept that because, well, I don't say because. There was an outcry to keep the Speedway, but Disney had plans to build it somewhere else. They're actually going to build it behind Space Mountain, behind the railway, uh, behind the Speedway. It's going to be cool. It's going to be a cool ride. Um, one, if you've ever gone to Animal Kingdom in the last couple of months and you've ridden the Flights of Passage ride, they have – you're basically riding on a banshee. And we'll talk about Flights of Passage in an upcoming episode. We'll get to Animal Kingdom. But um, you're on flight, You're on a banshee from Avatar, and it is like a – you're kind of sitting facing the ride. You're kind of leaning forward on the on the attraction itself. And the way you're, you're safe, the way you're strapped in – I won't say strapped in – the way you're buckled in. Anyway, to say all that, that's what I think the Tron cycles are going to look like. When you look online at Disney, uh, Disney Shanghai, that's exactly what the rides are going to look like. So it's going to be kind of a motorcycle kind of ride. Um, I'm excited about it. So Tron is going to be fantastic. It's going to be unbelievably cool. They're also building a theater there in, in the main street of uh, Magic Kingdom. If you walk into Magic Kingdom, and when you go into the train tracks, you go under the little tunnel into the main area, into the beginning of Main Street, and it's built like Main Street USA. Off to the left here is City Hall. You'll see the fire station over there on the right side. You'll see Town Square. I mean, you're in Town Square. You'll see some other buildings. Uh, you see a bakery in the corner. And over in the corner where you see Tony's Town Square Restaurant, and then you see at the corner where the cast member fence is, you go behind, behind there, uh, go back there, the cast member areas, they're going to be able to theater back there. And it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be a large theater. They'll be able to do productions and shows and things there. And so that's coming to Magic Kingdom. Not a ton is being done to Magic Kingdom because they're the ones that had the Fantasyland update a couple of years ago. They opened up an entire new land, uh, new Fantasyland, and they redid Storybook Circus. Um, and so Magic Kingdom is not getting a ton of love. Epcot is the one that's getting the love. And I will tell you this, that I predicted this two years ago. After D23 came out, and they were talking about Pandora, and they had just finished, really just officially finished uh, Magic Kingdom, my thought was, okay, the next D23 coming in 2017, they're going to announce Epcot. They're going to announce it. And, of course, leading up to D23, uh, people start talking about it more and more, and I'm just like, I told you. So Epcot's coming, and here's some major things happening at Epcot. Which, by the way, Epcot needed love it needed an overhaul 
Animal Kingdom has Pandora now. Magic Kingdom, New Fantasyland. Hollywood Studios getting the Toy Story and the Star Wars stuff. And so they're in the midst of being built. Epcot was just kind of over there going, hey guys, I'm over here. I'm Epcot. I've got nothing going on. And uh, they needed love severely. I love Epcot. I do. It's a wonderful park. It's a beautiful park. It's a great park for kids too and for adults because when doing planning for Disney trips, parents ask me all the time or tell me all the time, we're not going to go to Epcot because my kids, I don't know that my kids will like Epcot very much. Yes, go. Your kids will love Epcot. There's great things happening at Epcot. Some awesome things going on there. So do it. Go. Um, Anyway. D23. They announced, first of all, that uh, Ellen's Energy Adventure would be closing, and it did close uh, on August 13th, and um, Guardians of the Galaxy has taken over. This was a long-standing rumor that Guardians of the Galaxy would take over at the Ellen's Energy Adventure, and it did, and it's going to. They are, uh, my guess is they're going to raise that building, they're going to completely destroy that building, take it out, and build a whole new ride there. I could be wrong. They could build something in that, but that building is not very high because the Ellen's Energy Adventure ride is you ride through the whole ride kind of on one even surface. It's kind of a, a and I'm moving my hands like you can see me. It's kind of a, you move through slowly through this twisty, turny track to kind of he- see the history of energy and science and blah, blah, blah. And um, the building is not very tall. And so my guess is for what I'm thinking they're going to do, which I think it's going to be a roller coaster, they're going to have to build something bigger. So I'm guessing they'll flatten that, put that in there. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy coming over here. Uh, over it uh, in next door to it, actually, Mission Space has just got an upgrade. They did a uh, they did a new upgrade to it where they took out. Let me set the scene for Mission Space for those of you, and I'm talking to those of you who don't, are not very f- familiar with Mission Space. Mission Space has two areas. They have the orange team and the green team. I like to call them puke and pansy. Um, the whole gist is you go on a mission to Mars, and of course along the way. Crazy things happen because that's what happens in a Disney ride is, you know, it can't just give you a story of, oh, look, it's a pleasant journey to Mars. Yay. No, you go through an asteroid field and you have to land, make an emergency landing on Mars. The orange team is literally a centrifuge. You get in there and you get strapped in and you you obviously can't see the centrifuge, but that's how it feels. I mean, you feel like you're, you're flying through a spaceship, flying through the air. You feel the G's. You're going, you know, on a slow descent to Mars, which is your stomach is like, what are you doing to me? Um, it's a great ride. It is a great, great ride. It's so great, in fact, they actually have uh, puke bags. They have they have sick bags in the ride itself. Well, the green team on the other side is a motion simulator. It's not a centrifuge, but a motion simulator. And you get in there, and it moves and everything, and it moved quite a bit um, with the same thing, the same thing with Mars. Uh, well, they shut the whole ride down a couple months ago to refurbish it. They updated the video for Mission Space for the Orange Team, which is cool. It needed updating. Um, Gary Sinise was your host before. Now he's not there. Somebody else is there. And I kind of miss Lieutenant Dan. I do. I kind of miss Gary Sinise being there. He was so familiar. The other side, the green team, though, they've updated it. And this time, there's no mission to Mars. This time, it's a, it's a trip around the Earth. The visuals on this ride are really, really cool. I will tell you this. You you, you, you take off, and you go around. You go into Earth, Earth's orbit, and you go around the Earth, and you see all the lights of the big cities, and you, you know, you'll hear the, the, the narrator, whoever the commander is, or whoever is telling you, you know, look to your left, and there's Beijing. And now you're flying over Abu Dhabi. And there's London. And it's, it's pretty cool. It's a cool visual. It looks cool. The ride itself looks cool. So, um... So that's what that's Mission Space now with Green Team and the Orange Team, and I think actually they toned it down even a little bit more with the Green Team. If you like and it can handle pretty big roller coasters, I think you'd be able to handle this okay. It's a great ride. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so also, they are looking at doing a new restaurant there, a space restaurant by Mission Space. They'll be able to open up a restaurant there and kind of give you galaxy views of Mission Space. And, and I don't really know what that looks like, but they're going to do that there. Going to World Showcase... 
Ratatouille is a ride that's coming to the French area. Now, there really aren't any rides in World Showcase. Well, I take that back. There are now two rides in World Showcase. The Frozen Ride, which is over in Norway. And then they have the Three Caballeros Grand Fiesta Tour, which is a boat ride through Mexico. Um, and that's it. There really aren't any, like, e-attractions, like any fast-moving rides. And they're building a French ride, a Ratatouille ride, in the France Pavilion. Um, this was also in Disneyland Paris, and uh, I kind of think it kind of caught people off guard because I didn't know that Ratatouille was, was going to be big here. But yeah, they're building the Ratatouille ride, and it'll open in a couple of years. Um, they're also redoing the China Pavilion, the China Pavilion movie, and it's Circle Vision. And what I mean by that literally is Circle Vision. You walk into Circle Vision, you look up, and there are basically one screen that goes in a big circle, and all the way around you, it's one picture. Now, in part of the picture you can see there's a seam there where they kind of had to cut the video and kind of i mean if you're looking for it you can see it and it doesn't really distract you from the movie itself but it's there they're going to be putting in a brand new movie a seamless movie so you'll be able to see one picture 360 degrees around you like a video going the whole time it's pretty cool i've been there china, i've been to the china pavilion i would encourage you to go see the movie if you haven't seen it yet it's it's great. I think it's a cool video. Um, so that's going to be Epcot. One of the rumors was that Inside Out was coming to the Figment building, to the Imagination building. There's a ride called Journey into Imagination that's there. Figment uh, is kind of the, the main character there. And uh, the ride itself, my opinion, the ride itself needs some work. It's, I don't, from what I understand, it used to be a lot bigger, it used to be a lot better. And now it's something a little, I, I hate to use the word shell of its former self, but that's kind of what I've heard. Um, but they're going to. The rumor is they're going to put Inside Out in that ride. They didn't announce it, so we'll see. The other rumor is the two possible new World Showcase pavilions. There are 11 World Showcase countries now in World Showcase, and there are room for three or four more. What I mean by pavilions is they have a section of World Showcase that they put in a, a country. They put in, like, you know, a store, maybe an attraction, a ride of some sort or something pertaining to that country. Brazil was to be the rumored country there. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Um, I've also heard Spain, maybe Greece, uh, maybe Australia. These are, again, all rumors. Please don't don't take this as fact. Brazil is the main one, though. That's what I'm hearing. Again, they did not announce Inside Out or Brazil at the uh, D23. So maybe they weren't ready for it, or maybe that's just all rumor and hooey and applesauce, and it's not going to happen. Who knows? Um, the Riviera Resort is also coming to Disney. It's a big Disney Vacation Club. The 15th Disney Vacation Club Resort will be built there. Um, and attaching to that is going to be kind of cool because they're going to be building a gondola system. And what I mean by that is, is I want to say sky buckets, but it's going to be bigger than that. Basically, it's a gondola system that will take you attaching the resorts of Art of Animation, Pop Century, Caribbean Beach, and the Riviera Resort. So attaching several resorts and we'll also be going to Hollywood Studios and to, I believe, to Epcot. Um, and so you'll be able to kind of get on this and kind of ride these resorts, ride or whatever. And it's that's going to be pretty cool. They're building this. It's actually already started building and they're going to need that for Star Wars Land. I think they're, they're building that for Star Wars Land opening up 2019. Um, which will mean also they have uh, they announced and they will be doing the minivans and they actually are doing it now. They're vans that drive around all on property, and they're they're polka dotted like Minnie Mouse. They have a bow on the top. They're called mini vans. Get it? Mini vans. Um, they will pick you up now. I think for the beach club and the yacht club. I think they'll pick you up from the Polynesian. It's twenty dollars per ride. So whether there's one person in your family or twelve people in your family, if they can all fit in there with all their stuff, it's twenty bucks a ride, and uh, it's uh, it's going to be rolled out to all resorts at some point. But right now, it's only a, a select few, including Beach Club and the Polynesian. And they will also build that Star Wars hotel that I mentioned as well. Um, trying to think what else here, looking at my sheets. Um, 
Over at Disneyland, not getting nearly as much love, but they are getting some love. They will be putting the Star Wars Galaxy Edge out there in Disneyland. California Adventure will also be doing a Pixar Fest celebration. That'll be something they'll do at certain times of the year, so it won't be all the time. Uh, Paradise Pier, which is the the part of Pixar, a part of California Adventure that has like the Wonder Wheel and the Roller Coaster California Screaming, and it's basically set up to look like a pier from um, from like you know the, the Jersey Shore or something, uh, or from the California Shore, like a pier, Midway Games, things like that. They'll be doing they'll be doing Pixar Pier. Uh, sorry, uh, was it uh, yeah Pixar Pier? And uh, when they first announced that, I actually thought they were going to be doing the hotel, Paradise Pier, into Pixar Pier. And I was like, well, that's odd. They're going to build a whole, uh, refurbish an entire hotel for Pixar? Okay. But it is just Pixar Pier there in um, in California Adventure. Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Break has all, Mission Breakout has already opened to rave reviews. I have heard wonderful things about this particular attraction. Uh, it's where the old Tower of Terror used to be. Old Tower Terror used to be, and now it's Mission Breakout for Gardens of the Galaxy. And so, I've heard it's a great ride. I haven't been there yet. But it's become so popular, they're going to be adding Spider-Man and the Avengers to this particular ride. Um, or this particular area. They're going to do like a, like a Marvel area in that little area over there. So that's going to be pretty cool coming up. So you Marvel fans out there, they will have a Marvel area out there at Disneyland and California Adventure. Um... So there you go. There's your update for what's happening to the park and uh, a lot of great things coming. And I'm sure I missed some things here, but that's kind of the main stuff um, happening. And so I just want to kind of give you guys the insight on D23. Next week, we'll be talking a lot more more current stuff. Not to say current. I mean, this was announced a couple of weeks ago, uh, maybe a, you know two months ago. But um, we'll be talking some more Disney news and things like that. And uh, we'll just kind of have some Disney fun. Uh, like I said before, I am a Disney travel planner. My website is Magic on a Dollar. Dot com. You can find me on Twitter at Disney on a dollar and Instagram at Magic on a dollar. Um, and Facebook.com is my main source of kind of Disney stuff right now. Uh, Facebook.com slash Disney on a dollar. Go there, like the page. I've also got a fan community open up as well, and I'll get to that later because I'm still like, kind of working on building it. It's very small, very low-key, but Disney and a dollar, you can search that out on Facebook and come find me. I'll be the one with um, with lots of likes, which I'm very happy about. Thank you guys so much for liking that page, which I'm really excited about. And you may wonder, why are you going back and forth with Disney and a dollar and Magic and a dollar? Magic and a dollar is the branding. That's the name of the podcast. And also, it doesn't have Disney na- Disney's name in there. Um, and so Disney and a dollar is kind of my Facebook thing, but Magic and a dollar is kind of what I use for, for travel. I do all Disney locations here stateside. Disneyland, Disney World. I do um, Adventures by Disney, which does take some international trips. Um, Disney Cruises, Alani by Disney. And I do Universal Studios in Hollywood. Uh, I'm not Hollywood, excuse me. Universal Studios in Orlando. I don't do Hollywood yet. Uh, branching out eventually to SeaWorld and things like that in Orlando, Orlando, other Orlando destinations. But that's what I do. And I love to help people plan trips. I have worked on over 300 vacations 300 families have trusted me with their vacation i've got some five-star ratings on a bunch of five-star ratings on my facebook page disney on a dollar so you know that i know what i'm doing and i really would love to help you so send me an email magic on a dollar at gmail.com again this episode sponsored by MyResumeLady.com. go get your resume taken care of she will take care of you tell her david dollar sent you i would love that i would love it um Anything else I've got going on here? I think we're good. I've taken 30 minutes of your time. Thank you so much again for listening. Thank you so much for uh, for listening to the show. I've uh, got, uh, got some great stuff coming. We're 
real quick, in closing, let me tell you what this podcast is going to be. This podcast is going to be Disney. It's going to be Disney stuff. I'm going to talk about news. I'm going to talk about upcoming news, breaking news, pop culture, movies. We'll talk about the movie reviews. We'll talk about Coco, which is coming up from Pixar in a couple of weeks. We'll look at some older stuff. You know, I'm, I might throw some Bolt in there. Maybe we'll talk about Robin Hood. Maybe we'll talk about whatever. Um, you know, we'll talk about Disney books. My favorite Disney book. I'll, I'll mention that to you in a couple of weeks. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Disney stories. Maybe I'll get some guests on. We'll talk about Disney stories, kind of, you know, first Disney experiences. I'll share my love of Disney and how I got to love Disney. Maybe I'll share how I got to do what I'm doing now for a living, which I love. Um, so we'll talk about that too. So we'll talk about all things Disney and I'm a big Harry Potter fan. So we'll talk about some magic of Harry Potter as well. Whenever there's time, whenever it's appropriate, we'll throw some Harry Potter in there. My favorite character is Ginny Weasley, so if I have any Ginny Weasley news for you, I'll throw that in there too. Uh, so this has been episode one of the Magic and a Dollar podcast. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for downloading. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend about this podcast. Say, hey, i got this friend of mine named David Dollar who is uh, doing a podcast, and you should listen because, you know, maybe this is a little bit kind of a rough cut. Maybe it's kind of lots of uhs and ums and pauses, and i got my water here been drinking my water all along so my voice didn't get shot but we'll have some more fun stuff coming up well the podcast is only going to get better and better so stay tuned download next week next uh, sunday subscribe on itunes go to itunes subscribe to the podcast leave a review that is how i'm going to get noticed on itunes and that's how this show is going to build is to leave a review on itunes do it for me seriously do it for me um i'll try to have some contests and stuff coming up for people leaving reviews and we'll do some drawings and things like that and uh, we'll we'll do some of that in the coming weeks but right now this has been episode one of the magic on a dollar podcast you guys have a magical magical week and we'll see you real soon